0: this is alive with joseph so we are looking at the mystery behind praying in tongues number three let's begin from the book of our key scripture the book of first corinthians chapter 14 verse 2 it says for he who speaks in a tongue does not speak to men." But to God, for no one understands him, however, in the spirit, he speaks mysteries. I I pray that you open up your heart, please, because I know this teaching is designed to help lift you up and bring you to the place of victory. So open up your spirit and allow the Holy Ghost minister to you on this. So let's begin this morning by defining the word mystery. I have about 30 minutes with you, so let's maximize it. What is a mystery? The word mystery simply means something difficult to understand because it is hidden from the natural mind. That is the meaning of the word mystery. In other words, a kind of mind or a kind of Christian or a kind of believer who lives in the flesh cannot be able to understand what a mystery is mysteries are not revealed to people who are functioning with their natural mindset because the five senses cannot conceive something that is above and beyond reasoning five senses cannot conceive what is above and beyond reasoning so as a result when you function within the confines of your five senses you will not be able to grasp mysteries The mysteries of the kingdom and the supernatural are always beyond and above the senses. The mysteries of God's kingdom and the workings of the supernatural are always beyond. Beyond the senses of human, that is why you know. How do you explain? You know, you bring five loaves of bread and you bring fish, and all of a sudden it could feed five thousand people. That is above every form of reasoning, is above every senses, is above any economic statistics you can put together. It doesn't make sense. You cannot feed five thousand men. You know how men eat. Five thousand men, M E N, men. You fed them and you had leftover. For a man to eat and there is leftover, it means he really ate and that this man was able to feed them in the wilderness excluding women and children so he fed approximately 25,000 people without requiring any bakery without requiring any fish and chips or anything of that nature now That is above and beyond the senses. That is why when the mind is not open, you will always reject mysteries. And there are so many believers who don't understand the power and the mystery behind praying in tongues. As a result, they reject it. They do not open up themselves to allow the Holy Ghost unveil that mystery to them. And the devil fights praying in tongues so much because the devil hates it that you know about praying in tongues. He hates it when you pray in tongues because each time you pray in tongues, you are communicating mysteries. Every time you pray in tongues, you are dealing with hidden truths that is not available to anyone else on the planet Earth, only God. So praying in tongues is one of the basic principles of Christianity for functioning in the supernatural. If you must function in the supernatural, praying in tongues is very necessary. The late Kenneth E. Hagin of Blessed Memory, I quote him, he said, Praying in tongues charges your spirit like a battery charger charges a battery. Praying in tongues charges your spirit the same way a battery charger will charge a battery. Another definition for the word mystery in that scripture in 1 Corinthians 14.2 is the word retained knowledge. Can I hear you say retained knowledge? Can we say together retained knowledge? So that is to say when you know a mystery about something, it becomes a retained knowledge for you. It becomes a retained knowledge for you there are three major keys to functioning in the supernatural here on the planet earth and for you to gain access to mysteries of the kingdom of god there are basic guidelines that you must function in number one the holy spirit you require the holy spirit for you to be able to function in the supernatural number two revelation which is the rhema word you require a rema word for you to be able to function in the supernatural and number three Praying in tongues. Praying in tongues is a, is a vital key for you to function in the supernatural here on the earth. So these are the three basic principles that gives you access into mysteries. And by mystery, you begin to function in the supernatural. When you gain access to mysteries, mysteries enables you to function in the supernatural. And the good news is this, friends. Every believer have access to mysteries. Why? Every believer have access to the Holy Spirit. Every believer have access to revelation. Every believer have access to praying in tongues. Listen, friends. Mysteries are not just for a selected few. Mysteries are not just for you know, those who are powerful, in quotes. Mysteries are access given to every believer if we must employ these three basic truths, which is the Holy Spirit, revelation, and praying in tongues. So friends, listen, understand this, the day the Holy Spirit, the day the, you, 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 you got born again, the Holy Spirit came on the inside of you, and when the Holy Spirit came on you, you were given access to the three basic principles of accessing mysteries. The day you got born again, the day you got born again, you received the Holy Spirit. Actually, what enabled you to to give your life to Christ was the Holy Spirit because he entered into you and he bore witness. He said, the Holy Spirit bears witness with our spirit that we are the children of God, that that God is our father. So he comes in to bear witness in you and by so, you are able to open your mouth, out and confess Jesus as your Lord and Savior, and there you became all that God wants you to be. Now, what is the definition of tongues i 'm trying to run I have thirty minutes. What is the definition of tongues? The word tongues is a super it simply means is a supernatural ability to speak a language that you never studied. You never learned and it is unknown to you and it is something that your mind cannot understand. The word tongues is a supernatural ability that has been given to you to speak a language that you never studied. A language that you never learned and it is unknown to you and unknown to everyone around you because it is beyond your human understanding. So speaking in tongues is a supernatural ability given to every believer... By the gift of the Holy Spirit That came on the inside of us It is not something natural Speaking in tongues is a supernatural phenomenon It's not something natural It's not something that you are able to learn Within any four walls of any institution of learning That is why no professor can teach you how to speak in tongues No teacher can teach you how to speak in tongues No lecturer can teach you how to speak in tongues You can go to the most expensive school on the planet earth You know after you go there, you still will not learn how to speak in tongues because why is a supernatural ability made available to you by the Holy Spirit of promise, the seal of our redemption? Give Jesus praise this morning. Let's celebrate Jesus. Hallelujah. Now go with me to the book of James, chapter 5, verse 16. James 5:16. It says, confess your faults. Confess your faults one to another and pray one for another that you may be healed. The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. Now listen to what the Amplified version says concerning that scripture. I read the Amplified, it says... Confess to one another therefore your faults, your your sleeps, your false steps, your offence, your sins, and pray also for one another that you may be healed and restored to a spiritual throne of mind and heart. The Earnest heartfelt continued prayer of a righteous man makes tremendous power available, dynamic in its working. So here the apostle James is saying to us that the effectual fervent prayer, the heartfelt prayer of a righteous man makes tremendous power available. The heartfelt prayer is what is going to be responsible for withdrawing power out of you that will be dynamic in its working he said your effectual father and prayer is what is going to be responsible for you to be able to withdraw power out of you that will make the that will, that will be dynamic in its working jude chapter one go with me we'll read quite a couple of scriptures jude chapter one or jude has no chapter but jude chapter one verse 20 to 21 it says But you, beloved, building yourselves up on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit. He said, you build yourselves up on your most holy faith. He now said, how do you build yourselves up on your most holy faith? Is it by studying the scriptures? Is it by praying? He said, by praying in the Holy Spirit. He said, keep yourselves in the love of God, looking for the mercy of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, unto eternal life. So to pray in the Holy Spirit is to pray in tongues. And he said when you pray in tongues, you are building yourself up you are not building anybody up you are building yourself up. prophecies is to build other people up word of knowledge is to build other people up. word of wisdom is to build other people but when you pray in tongues he said you are building yourself up so if you want to build yourself up you must pray in tongues the same jude verse 20 the amplified classic edition says but you beloved Build yourselves up, founded on your most holy faith, make progress. Speaking in tongues enables you to make progress. He said, rise like an edifice. Higher and higher. Higher and higher. If you want to make progress, he said, you must speak in tongues. When you speak in tongues, you are able to make progress. And for you to rise higher and higher like an edifice, you must pray in the Holy Spirit. So, rise like an edifice. Higher and higher. Rise like a skyscraper. Higher and higher rise like the twin tower in new york city higher and higher rise like the skyscrapers in dubai higher and higher he said if you want to rise higher and higher and higher he said the only thing that will enable you to rise higher and higher is when you pray in tongues your big Bibles cannot enable you to rise higher and higher. You being a Christian for 122 years cannot enable you to rise higher and higher. You having all the Christian name Joseph, Julia, Jude, Ju, 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 it cannot enable you to rise higher and higher. If you must rise higher and higher like an edifice, he said, you should pray in tongues. But if you don't want to rise higher, don't pray in tongues. If you pray in tongues, you must of. Necessity rise higher and higher. Give Jesus your highest praise this morning. Hallelujah. So he said, Rise higher and higher, like an edifice. Rise higher and higher like an edifice. So when you understand the mystery of praying in tongues, it enables you to withdraw all of the deposits of grace that is in your spirit. And it brings it out into the natural realm where you need it, where you can benefit from it. And one of the reasons why many Christians are not able to operate at the dimension that they are supposed to operate with is because of wrong teaching. Wrong teaching. Wrong teaching produces wrong belief. Wrong belief will produce, you know, it will produce believers who do not walk in dominion and who do not walk in power. Part of the wrong teaching is very often we hear it is said that, you know, when you pray in tongues, you cannot interpret. Then you should not pray. I I spoke extensively on that in the first teaching. Now, you must understand that praying in tongues, praying in tongues... And the gift of tongues are two different things. <laughs> Praying in tongues is a prayer language given to every believer. Then there is the gift of tongues that functions hand in glove with the word of knowledge. Whereby you pray, you interpret it is a functions together with the gift of word of knowledge now we're not dealing with that we're talking about your supernatural praying language that every one of us is expected to pray with by being born again amen acts chapter 2 go with me quickly acts chapter 2 verse 4 and they were all filled did you see that they were all how many of them all of them were filled not there was no exception all of them listen to me there were 120 of them in the upper room only 12 were apostles the rest were lay men and women like you and i but when the holy ghost came he didn't separate us okay you you must receive apostolic holy ghost you receive membership holy ghost no 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 they all were filled and when they all were filled they began to speak with other tongues as the spirit gave them utterance. The Holy Spirit comes on the inside of your spirit and he becomes one with your spirit and as a result you have access to all things you start speaking. On the inside of you listen friends, you know how to speak in tongues. You know how to speak in tongues. Why do I say that? The Holy Spirit is already in the inside of you. He is already one with your spirit. You just need to open up your mouth and allow him flow through you. Amen. There's so much more on the inside of you than you can ever realize. And that is why I'm teaching you on how to connect with that perfect part of you that knows all things. There is a perfect part of you that knows all things. The perfect part of you that knows all things, you need to connect with it. The word of God says in first Corinthians chapter two verse 16, he said, for who had known the mind of the Lord that he may instruct him. But we have the mind of Christ. Come and say, I have the mind of Christ. Say it again, say, I have the mind of Christ. He said, we have the mind of Christ. So, now, which part of you has the mind of Christ? Because, pastor, if you tell me I have the mind of Christ, how come I don't know all things? So, that tells me, it's not every part of you that has the mind of Christ not every part of you so there is a part of you that has the mind of christ and that part of you is your spirit your spirit has the mind of christ your spirit has the mind of christ and knows everything your soul does not have the mind of christ your spirit has the mind of Christ. Your soul does not have the mind of Christ. That was why Brother Paul now said you must renew your mind, because your mind, your soul, does not have the mind of Christ. Your soul has to be in line with your spirit. So, in order for your mind, the mind in your soul, to receive from the mind of Christ that is already in your spirit, there must be an alignment. Listen to what Brother James now comes and tells us james chapter 1 verse 8 he now said a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways what is he talking about what is he talking about so that tells me every human being has a double mind double mind double mind double mind a double-minded man a double-minded man follow carefully a double-minded man he is simply saying when your mind the mind of your soul is not in agreement with the mind of your spirit he said you will become unstable and as a result you will not be able to receive anything from God when the mind of your soul is pulling right. The mind of your spirit is pulling left. He said, you are unstable. You become unstable because there is no alignment. That is why when believers come to church, they receive the word of faith. The mind of their spirit agrees with the word of faith. But when they step out, the mind of their soul begins to comply with the senses and the natural occurrences around them. Then they begin to doubt. They vacillate conviction. Do I, did, did God really heal me? Did he not heal me? Because you have not become double-minded. The mind of your soul is not in sync with the mind of your spirit. That is why necessary you must study the scripture so that the perfect part of you can compare the imperfect part of you to agree with him. And by that agreement, you are able to walk in victory, you are able to walk in dominion. Give Jesus praise this morning. Give him praise this morning. So that is what happens. So he said, a double-minded man, he is unstable. He is unstable. He is unstable because the mind of the soul is pulling this side. The mind of the spirit is pulling this side. Understand, you have two minds. But the mind in your spirit is the perfect one. That is the one that has the mind of Christ. That is why he said, he knows all things he knows all things there is nothing the mind of your spirit does not know that is why when you pray in tongues you are praying perfect prayer because the mind of your spirit that is the mind of Christ that knows all things is communicating to God according to God's will not according to your own will That is why Satan will make sure you do not pray in tongues. He wants you to pray in your natural language where you are already limited. Hallelujah. Give Jesus praise. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So, the gift of speaking in tongues is not reserved for a selected few, it is not like the other gifts of the Spirit. The day you got born again, the Holy Spirit came on your inside, and from that day, you received the ability to pray in tongues. Why? You have the Holy Spirit. It is like the grace gift. The grace gift, the grace of God. The Bible say is for everyone through the vehicle called salvation. The grace of God has the the grace of God has appeared unto all men. So the grace gift is available through salvation. Now speaking in tongues is available to everyone why everyone who is born again has the holy spirit available to them it is just a matter of you yielding to what has been given to you and you start speaking it doesn't have to make sense listen it doesn't have to make if you're waiting for the day your speaking in tongues will make sense you understand no you will never get to that day because why it will never make sense it must it, it will never make sense so it must be the act of your will to pray in tongues the apostle paul said i pray in tongues he said for if i pray in an unknown tongue my spirit prayeth, but my understanding is unfruitful first corinthians 14 14 to 15. what is it then he said i will pray with the spirit that is to say it is the act of my will to pray in tongues i will pray some school of thought will tell you, you know, you must wait until the Holy Ghost comes on you before you. No, 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 no. There's nothing like. It's like waiting until the Holy Ghost come upon you the day to, until you pray, or waiting until the Holy Ghost come upon you until you go and eat. He said, "I'm still waiting for the Holy Ghost to tell me when to eat." <laughs> you will go hungry. He said, "I will." Put only verse 15 for me, please. Verse 15. Verse 15 only verse 15 he said i will pray with the spirit and i will pray with the understanding also he said i will sing with the spirit and i will sing with the understanding also so you can sing in tongues there's a dimension. You know, you get to, you can fellowship in tongues. Are you understanding me now? It's not strange. You can sing in tongues. He said, I will pray and I will sing in the spirit. So it must be the act of your will to pray in tongues. The word will in that scripture in 1 Corinthians 14 to 15, the word will there is a Greek word that means determine. It's a Greek word that means determine. So the Apostle Paul was simply saying, I determine I am going to pray in tongues. I determine I am going to pray in understanding also. I determine I am going to sing in tongues. I determine I am going to sing in understanding also. So you must determine that you will pray in tongues. It must be the act of your will to pray in tongues. Let's quickly establish something with a few minutes I have left. There are two ways your tongues can be turned loose to speak in tongues. Number one, when the word of God is preached. The Bible spoke about, you know, Cornelius in Acts chapter 10 verse 44 to 48. The Bible said, yet?" Peter yet spake these words, the Holy Ghost fell on all them which heard the word, and they of the circumcision which believed were astonished. As many as came with Peter... Because that on the Gentiles also was poured out The gift of the Holy Ghost For they heard them speak with tongues So he was still preaching Still talking Still speaking And the Holy Ghost bypassed his protocols The Holy Ghost bypassed his protocol. The protocol was When he finished preaching He will make an altar call They come and receive Jesus Or they confess him as Lord After that they baptize them After that they can speak And the Holy Ghost said who set those rules I didn't set those rules why Peter yet speak as he was still introducing his message ten steps to salvation the Holy Ghost said you're wasting my time with all your steps And they began to speak in tongues. That was why, later in Israel, what is stopping us from baptizing them? Here is water, let's dip them in and let them move on. Are you understanding me now? So, you can speak in tongues. And the word of God is coming like this. You can speak in tongues. Number two, through laying on of hands. Through laying on of hands. Through the laying on of hands. You can start speaking in tongues. Let's look at a few scriptures on that. Acts 19 verse 6. It says, and when Paul had laid his hands upon them, the Holy Ghost came on them and they spake with tongues and prophesied. Here they received the Holy Ghost and they began to speak in tongues through the laying on of the hands of the apostles. Acts chapter 8, verse 18 says, And when Simon saw that through laying on of the apostles' hands, the Holy Ghost was given, he offered them money. So this man, you know, he saw that through the laying on of the apostles' hands, people received the Holy Ghost. He wanted to merchandise, he offered them money, you know, to want to get the same power. So it is scriptural that some people can be laid hands on for them to receive the supply of the Spirit with the evidence of speaking in tongues. So what did Jesus also say concerning speaking in tongues? Let's look at it as well. What did Jesus say? Mark 16. I'm just establishing a whole lot of things so that your faith is built up, you can speak, you know, with confidence and with boldness. Mark 16, verse 15 says, And he said unto them, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He said, Go ye into all the world. That was when he was commissioning them, the great commission. Say, Go and preach the gospel. Go and pre- Let me ask you, when was the last time you preached the gospel to someone? It's a, it's a command. He said, go ye into the world and preach the gospel. In that office, preach the gospel. Compel someone to come to the saving knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Let no one come in contact with you without you providing them an opportunity to know Jesus. I've told myself, no one comes in contact with me. If you stay two minutes with me, I will have to ask you one question. I always begin by asking, Do you go to church? That's how I start with. When you say, um, 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 I know there's trouble. So I begin to share with you. If you say, yes, I go to China, which church do you go to? Because it's easy for anyone to say, I go to church. Which church do you go to? Some will lie, but by their lying, you can know that this one is telling lies. Share the gospel. So he said, go and preach the gospel. Preaching of the gospel is not reserved for evangelists. Preaching of the gospel is not standing on the pulpit. Preaching of the gospel is sharing the love of Jesus with everyone you come in contact with. No one should should come in contact with you without them hearing that Jesus loves them no one and i'm challenging you that in this season go and share the gospel go and preach the gospel now verse let's continue He said, go, preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. But he that believeth not shall be damned. And these signs shall follow them that believe. He said, in my name shall they cast out devils. What else will happen? They shall speak with new tongues. This is Jesus talking about speaking in tongues. He said, when they cast out devil, another sign that follows those who believe the sign that shows that you are a believer is by speaking in tongues. He said, the sign, the proof that you believe is by speaking in tongues. These signs shall follow them. He said, what are the signs that follow them? Number one, he said, they cast out devils. You don't you don't find devils, you negotiate with devils. You cast out devils. You find devils in that office, you cast them out. You find devils in that, your business premises, he said, cast them out. Don't phone pastor joseph pastor joseph you know there is one devil in this office you know should, no 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 the bible has given you the authority he has given you the power he has given you the mandate to cast out devils listen friends casting out devils is not for deliverance pastors in quote casting out devils is for every believer you find a devil in that taxi you cast it out you find a devil in your family making noise you cast it out because that is a sign that you believe and he now said they speak with new tongues they speak with new tongues hallelujah hallelujah glory to God mark 16 verse 17 that 17 Jesus said the believers shall speak with new tongues so if you're a believer you shall speak with new tongues. Believers speak with new tongues. He didn't stop there. He said, he now added verse 18. They shall take up serpents. If they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. They lay hands. You don't wait for special special um, healing service. He said, lay hands on the sick. You meet any sick person, lay hands on them. Place your hands on them and say, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I recover you. Lay hands on the sick. You'll find anyone sick with Corona, lay hands. I command you be recovered. Wherever you are, receive your healing. He said, they shall lay hands on the sick and the sick shall be recovered. And I declare, if there's anyone sick under the sound of my voice, I command right now, receive your healing in the name of Jesus Christ. So they lay hands on the sick, they recover them. Believers are the ones to lay hands on the sick and recover them. So every one of you here, you ought to be laying hands, casting out devils, and speaking in tongues. That's what you must be doing. Speaking in tongues, casting out devils, laying hands on the sick speaking in tongues, casting out devils, laying hands on the sick. Lay hands on the sick. You meet a sick person, you pray for them. You receive your healing. But pastor, you know what? If I pray and nothing happens, are you the one that will do it? Even doctors, they give you medicine and leave you to go and take it. Does the doctor ask you, You know, I don't know how you, you know, he just gives you medicine, isn't he? you Go and take. He gives you antibiotics. Go and biotic it after that. Whatever happens. You come back again. You know, doctor, I didn't heal you. He's okay. Come, let's check and let's give you another one. Do you see him discouraging his face? He's not. Because he knows he is not the tablet. His job is to prescribe the tablets. So your job is to pray. Well, if they come back, he says, I'm still feeling the pain. Pray again. Administer it again. They come back again and say, he's still doing me like this. Pray another one. Are you understanding me? Don't feel afraid. Don't be ashamed. No, 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 no. You are not the healer. You Did you pray in your name? You prayed in the name of Jesus Christ. Are you hearing me? So you you ought to be doing all of that. I release you this morning with this. Let's look at benefits of praying in tongues in two minutes. Number one. It allows you to speak directly to God. Benefits of praying in tongues. It allows you to speak directly to God. Here, 1 Corinthians 14, 12. I will not read all the scriptures, but they are there. You can take pictures of them if you want to. Number two, praying in tongues. Benefits of praying in tongues. It edifies you. The word edify means educate, instruct, teach, school, coach, and train. When you pray in tongues, it edifies you. It coaches you. It it educates you, it instructs you, teaches you, schools you, trains you. So when you pray, that's what praying in tongues does. Can you see that? Number three, praying in tongues, number three, benefit of praying in tongues, it keeps you in constant and consistent fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Acts chapter 2 verse 4. Number four, it makes strong your spirit. It makes strong your spirit. First Corinthians 14.4. When you speak in tongues, it makes your spirit healthy. It gives a boost to your spirit it reinforces you it nourishes you it toughens you it vitalizes you it renews you it gives you new energy to march on in faith and hope until you see manifestation when you pray in tongues number five praying in tongues helps you pray where you are not sure of what to pray romans 8 verse 26 you'll find them there it helps you pray when you're not sure what to pray Number six, praying in tongues it helps you pray perfect prayer. It helps you pray perfect prayer. Romans 8, verse 27. New King, read New King James, New Living Translation, TPT Translation. Amen. And I leave you with this quote by John Gilick, one of the greatest apostles of the early church. Listen to what he said. He said, Speaking in tongues is the voice of God speaking through you. John Gilick. Give Jesus praise this morning. Let's rise on our feet. Yeah, let's rise on our feet. Thank you so much for listening. We believe you were blessed by the word. For more, please visit our website, www.alivewithjoseph.com as well as subscribe to our YouTube channel, Alive with Joseph Mogotcha. Till next time, God bless.